welcome back to the business of guys i know that this episode is a little late uh the month got away from me and i completely forgot to upload this but you're really gonna love um this episode this week for those of you who are new listeners my name is natalie pierre lewis i'm the owner and operator of npl consulting llc a business formation firm um and this is my podcast where i talk to entrepreneurs um this podcast uh was a product of my business where i help creatives and entrepreneurs get their business paperwork together so filing your articles of organization getting contracts trademarks hiring employees all that good stuff I help creatives and entrepreneurs like yourself do that um and this podcast was a blend of that and my love of podcasts. And what I do is I interview entrepreneurs in unique areas of industry and talk to them about the everyday business challenges and just tasks that they face. Um, and the point of the podcast is twofold. One, to show you that no matter what business you start, um, there are certain fundamental you know, concepts and tasks that you have to complete. And two, uh, to give you inspiration and let you know that if you work hard enough at it you can make money from doing what you love so uh you if you are interested in any of my services or any of my back episodes please go to linktree forward slash npl consulting firm and the link will be in the show notes so now we're gonna go to our guest intro Uh, this episode, we are talking with the amazingly funny Joyelle Nicole Johnson. Um, I actually went to college with her in Boston College. Go Eagles! Um, she is an amazing comedian. I actually saw her perform a couple of days before I did this interview, and it was great to, you know, catch up with her and see how her comedy has grown and see how she's grown as both a woman and an entrepreneur. Um, A lot of you out here are so funny, and she gives you the the behind-the-scenes info of what it takes to be, you know, a full-time working comedian. She is very accomplished. She has opened up for comedic greats like Hannibal Burris. Um, she has been featured in HBO specials. She's writing some TV pilots herself. Uh, you know, her star is rising. So get on the boat now. If you have a chance to go see Joyelle in your city, please do. And her information is going to be in the show notes. So without further ado, let's get to Joyelle. All right. Thank you so much, Joyelle, for taking the time out of your busy schedule. Uh, I went to see your amazing show on Friday and um, I thought you were absolutely hilarious. And if you guys ever have the chance to see Joyelle Nicole Johnson on stage, I do suggest that you do. Um, but for those who have- Yeah, but if you know me, don't sit in the front row. <laughs> it was the only spot. That is what Natalie did. She sat it in the front row. It was the only spot. I had no other choice. <laughs> um, but for those who have not heard your comedy, who've never heard your stand-up, how would you describe it to a complete novice to your comedy? I'm a storyteller. So I'm telling the stories of the life of a beautiful black woman in America. Awesome. And I found your set like so hilarious, but so relatable. That's good. I'm glad it's relatable. I I mean, I hope it's relatable to more than just other black women who I went to college with, but (laughs) 
<laughs> you know, but I'm also on some Issa Rae shit. Can we curse on this? Yes, you can. Great. Um, Issa Rae said Insecure was made for black women. And she, you know, hopes everyone else enjoys it, but it was also made for black women. So I'm okay with black women loving me. Awesome. Um, why why comedy? Like, there, there, are so many, there are so many amazing talents that you have. Why did you pick comedy? If, well, I don't know if I picked comedy. I think comedy chose me, and that's a weird thing to say because I never would have thought I had the confidence to do it. But um, I wanted to be a doctor. So when I went to Boston College, we went to Boston College. I'm sure Natalie has mentioned that before. <laughs> um, I wanted to be pre-med. And the premise of wanting to be pre-med was that I wanted to heal people. And what I realized is laughter heals people. So I'm literally doing what I thought I would be doing as a doctor on stage as a comedian. And I get the reaction from people like coming up to me after a show with these big bright smiles on their faces and telling me how I helped their day or I changed their day or, you know, they're going to be thinking about what I said for a while and things like that. So for healing, that's why. So sweet. Yeah. Tear. <laughs> Viola Davis tear. Uh, so when I know that you recently became like a full time comedian within the last couple of years, but when did you realize that comedy would be like you know your bread and butter, and when you wanted it to be your bread and butter? I mean, you know, I've been doing it twelve years, so the the goal is to make it bread and butter, but you never know at what point that's gonna come. Uh, so I've been lucky enough and worked hard enough to, for the past two years for that to be the case. I don't think I knew. I, I didn't know I was going to be like, 2007 is going to be the year. I didn't know. And you don't know going in. And that's why it's such a scary uh, prospect because you're like, I'm not sure when this will be bread and butter. I just hope soon. That requires a lot of confidence to keep doing it, like never knowing if it's ever actually confidence, stupidity, uh, <laughs> whatever you want. <laughs> you know, we went to Boston College, girl. We ain't stupid. Like, I know I'm not <laughs> stupid, but also I have plenty of student loan debt. And it's like you could have just gotten a, cra- a regular job, Joelle. But you didn't. But you didn't. And why? No. Why did you choose this path as opposed to maybe doing it on the side? You know, something you do, up, you know, in your off hours from your regular job. Why this and not, you know, get that job that that steady paycheck? What I realized is a life is short, but it's also long. Life's gonna be long if you make the wrong decision for a career that you want to be in, and it, it'll be tedious. And I knew. That structure is not for me. As weird as that sounds, nine to five, that's not for Joyelle at all. Joyelle, A can't get nowhere on time. <laughs> <laughs> if if I have to be Joyelle, Monday through Friday, you gotta be somewhere at nine, ten, whatever, I'm not gonna be able to get there on time. It's just not in my spirit. When I get there, if there's an amount of work to be done, I can do the work. But what am I here for eight hours for? Because I feel like most Americans don't need to be in an office for eight hours. Hey, we're not doing man. we're not doing anything for most of that time. <laughs> you know, people in Europe go have tea time. They they take breaks. They do their work and then they leave. We need to do more of that in America. And I'm just not uh, formulated for that structure. So I knew I was never going to be able to acclimate to a a nine to five normal environment. Okay, and that's <laughs> let her walk in. 
Okay, so you were saying that you're just not meant for the structure of a normal workplace, but in being a comedian, you are a business. Your entire entity is a business. Yes. So there are certain fundamental things that you have to take care of. What are some of those things that you have to think about, you know, maybe daily or weekly or monthly as a comedian in terms of running running this as your business, your job? Oh my God, do you want my head to explode right now? <laughs> what do I have to think about? Everything, all the time. I have to think about... Um, Putting in my, like, for example, today is a Sunday, and I had to put my availabilities in for a comedy uh, club that I work at in New York. And, um, as you know, so Sundays we put in our availabilities. Tuesdays we get our gigs for that upcoming week. And then I have to schedule out that work week. And so I have to put down all the dates that I have. And then I have to reach out to other bookers to try to get booked. My manager's sending me emails. I got auditions during the week. I have um, general meetings, which are things that we have with production companies where they'll just basically talk to me and see what ideas I have for television shows or what have you. Uh, I got pilots to finish. I got movie ideas to write down. I got <laughs> wow. I got material to write. I got, you know, and so I got I to gotta figure out, and I was talking to you about figuring out how to get an LLC so that I can have, when I did this show this weekend, it'll be better for them to pay a corporation versus paying me myself. Tax for tax purposes. Uh, I got to do my taxes. <laughs> I filed for an extension. So that's part of being I, you know. a business person. Um, yeah, I mean, it's constantly. So that's the thing about not having the structure is that every day is kind of, I, I'm not going to say chaotic, but just, you know, you're not really sure. Every day is something different of things that I have to do. And how do you manage it without, you know, going completely bonkers? Who said I'm not completely bonkers? <laughs> well, I mean, you know, you're here, you're functioning, you're doing yeah. amazing shows. So, you know, you figured out a system. So what would you say is like, how have you been able to mesh, you know, both the art and the business of being a comedian? I don't know if I've figured out the business side of it yet. And that's why I'm very thankful that I have a manager. I got my manager last year. So uh, shout out to Tova. She's my favorite. I'm so happy I have a female uh, manager as well because I can talk to her about things that I don't think I'd be able to be comfortable enough talking to a man about being like I'm sad today I'm on my period she's like alright girl I'll schedule that meeting for <laughs> for next week you know that type of stuff so uh, she's helping me get more business oriented okay because so I'm I mean I'm creative I'm creative creative that's why we need we need structure on the other side I'm gonna need an assistant I'm gonna need you know, a business manager, a regular manager, an agent, publicist, all that stuff. That's yeah, that that's a lot to manage. We right? need a team because it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot on many different fronts. Okay, so as as you are, you know, on the precipice of, you know, the the explosion of your career. Ah! Where do you where? What is the goal? What is the vision for you know your your career as a comedian, or what do you see yourself doing? I mean, everything that I am doing right now, so touring, uh, doing weekend dates and clubs, uh, selling out eventually, you know, hopefully theaters, and then I just started doing television, so I've been going on a lot of auditions. I would love to write for a television show. That's one of the things that I finished my pilot, and so that now that's a writing um, sample that I can send out to different production companies to try to get staffed on a show. Um... I'd love to win an Oscar one day. <laughs> hey, 
Put it in the air. Let's do that. I've been putting that in the air for 37 years. Um, yeah, I, you know, everything that I am doing, have my own production company, uh, make more paths for young black women who have stories to tell, you know, support my people. Rebuild Black Wall Street. I don't know what, <laughs> <laughs> what other things. Yes, Wakanda forever. <laughs> okay. Hey, those are lofty and wonderful goals. Yeah. So, uh, what what advice would you give to young Joyelle uh, that you, that you know now, that you have now, that you wish you had known when you first started getting into comedy? Um, everyone is not your friend. Um, have fun, have more fun, enjoy the, the rise because this is the fun part, especially right now. I'm having so much fun, but I wish I would have had a little bit, a little bit, a little more relaxed and to come up, but stand up is terrifying. So it's hard to be relaxed. So tell um, me what, what is terrifying about it? Like what, I mean, obviously getting on stage in front of people, but yes. like, is that it? Is that it? <laughs> yeah, that's the whole that, does, of it, it. It never gets easier? Um, easier. I, I don't know if it's easier or that I'm just more used to it now. Okay. So I'm used to the nervous feeling. Okay. And I can kind of, it's kind of like my allergies. I'm, I'm used to the fact that I can't breathe through my nose. So <laughs> I'm constantly, you know, somebody be like, oh, that smells good. And I'm like, okay, cool. Or you'll be like, are you nervous? And I'm like, yeah, I am, but I'm managing it. Okay. You know, that's what kind of makes it, you know, very nerve wracking because you're kind of always in this level of anxiety. Okay. So you said, so going back to what we're saying, I will probably have to edit this part out. No worries. Anxiety, managing. No. Career. I don't know if I. Oh, what what, you said, what what you would tell um, a young Joyelle that you know now, you started saying, like, everyone's not your friend. Don't sleep with as many comics. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think that the the part about the friendship is like you want people to be your friends, and and you think just because you're on the journey together that they are, but you'll realize most people are kind of out for themselves. So the beauty of it is figuring out oh the people that aren't out for themselves and the genuine friendships that you can sift through the um, uh, garbage can and find. It's very important, you know, because, yeah, it's very important to have your allies and people that you can trust on this rise because it's hard. Like, I have a friend right now, I have a, a couple of friends who are ahead of me in the journey, who have their TV credits, who, you know, had a Super Bowl commercial, stuff like that. And I was just recently asking one of my friends, I'm like, the more successful you're getting, the more anxiety? And she's like, yeah. That's what happens. The more successful, the more anxiety. And and she's and so she's one of my beacons of support for that to where I can be like, oh my God, I just got this thing. I'm panicking. She's like, yeah, that's a normal feeling. It's okay to panic. So look to your elders, young Joyelle. And she always did. Awesome. Now, if you were going to, you know, counsel a person who was thinking about getting into comedy, what is the one piece of advice you would give them business-wise and the one piece of advice you would give them, you know, art-wise? Business-wise, get that LLC and um, get your taxes together. Um, you know, because they say comedians will get audited, so 
get those taxes together. And creative-wise, my favorite piece of advice to a young comic is hanging out is as important as getting on stage. So if you don't have a spot, go hang out somewhere. Networking and showing face. And that was one of the things our for our orientation at Boston College, they were talking about networking so much, and I didn't understand the concept for some reason going into college. I was like, why do they keep saying this work? It's getting on my nerves. They're like, networking, networking, establish your network. You got to network. And now as an adult, I'm like, oh, yeah, that's I get it. I understand. And part of that for me was showing face so much that you'll be sitting there. Somebody be like, oh, I'm doing this show this weekend. You want to open for me? Just because I was there and they saw my face. Okay. You know? And that can be terrifying for people just like kind of going into an unknown environment and hoping, I guess, people like you. Oh, God. It's so scary. <laughs> it's so scary. And especially like the higher the stakes, you know, you go into a professional club, like the Comedy Cellar in New York. It's very nerve wracking to go in there because there is a table that you should not be sitting at if you do not work there. And, you know, once you start working there, there's a whole different other set. But it's like... Going there to just hang out is a little intimidating. And you should be intimidated. If you're not intimidated, uh, you're a little too cocky. And I don't think you respect comedy. <laughs> all right. <laughs> to all of you uh, cocky comedians out there. Oh, comedy will humble you. So <laughs> trust and believe. Comedy will humble you. So if people want to reach you, hire you, go see you, perform, where can they reach Joyelle? You can reach me. I am revamping my website. Been doing that for a year. Oh, snap. If you want to be a good business person, finish your website. Um, I'm Joelle Nicole, and I am reachable. Joelle Nicole everything. Joelle Nicole on Instagram. Joelle Nicole on Twitter. Joelle Nicole email. So if you ever want to get in touch with me, figure out what I'm doing. I'm super fun on Instagram. I hang out with lots of celebrities. Um, please like my posts. My self-esteem depends on it. Um <laughs> And, yeah, no, just follow me, like me, and come out to shows. I will have a calendar on my website soon. But you can also just check in on my Instagram stories and stuff. Okay, amazing. So thank you again, Joelle, for taking the time out. Uh, guys, if you have a chance to go see Joelle perform in your city, go see her and say bye to the people. Goodbye, people. <laughs> All right. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. It was so nice just catching up with her and seeing where college has taken us. Um, all of you young, aspiring comedians, uh, take notes to what she said and, you know, so, and follow your dream. And for those of you who are interested in my services or seeing Joyelle, all of our information is in the show notes. So I will talk to you next time, guys. Bye.